Welcome to Hoya Podcast. Hello, Amy. Jackie. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. It's it feels like it's been forever since. Yes. Well, it has sort of. Kind of. I know it. I was thinking that too. I was like, oh my god, it's been forever but that's only because we haven't recorded an episode in a while so because i mean you know we just put out an episode last week so for all of y'all it's only a week but for jackie and i it feels like an eternity yeah we miss so you. it's good to see you yeah it's very good to see you well today we're talking about season three episode four <laughs> Pregnant pause. <laughs> That's my Christopher Walken. <laughs> Could you not tell? Not at all, but it does sound like him when you say his name. <laughs> Season four. <laughs> no. Okay, now I'm losing it. You're just going like Stephen Walken just losing his shit. <laughs> Stephen Walken. <laughs> Walken? What's his last name? Christopher Walken. <laughs> I thought you were telling me you're more like his brother, Ste- like his cousin, <laughs> Stephen Walken. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know celebrities. I'm not, I'm not on the up and up. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, yes, we are talking about pregnant pals and it's ladybird mm-hmm. our our little sugary wuggy i know she's so cute in this episode oh i just love her i know but before we get into that mm-hmm. we have to do our shout outs yes yes we do so uh my shout out is from itunes uh thank you so much to everyone who's been rating and reviewing on itunes the algorithm is important and we we honor the algorithm you honor us by honoring the algorithm (laughs) you honor the algorithm by rating and reviewing five stars okay so our latest itunes review comes from user bitter old fat and the subject says oh yeah and the body says, yo, I love this podcast. Jackie and Amy are hilarious and awesome. I love how they hype each other up and keep the ball rolling. Vaya con Dios. Thank you, bitter old bat. Thank you, bitter old bat. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Um, so mine, I have, I want to do a shout out to everyone who has liked and followed our Facebook page because we just hit 2000 likes and followers on there it's crazy because i'm like god that feels like so many fucking people but i know in the grand scheme of like you know podcasts and facebook pages and all that i guess it's not a lot but to me that's a shitload of people 
We also just hit 3,000 on Instagram. <gasps> yes, that's right. That is a lot of that's a lot of people though. If you were going to say uh 2,000 people jumped to their deaths in the Grand Canyon, you'd be like, <laughs> that is a lot of dead people. I know the Jonestown massacre was something like a thousand, you know, people. And that was uh, like obscene amounts. So, yeah, our Facebook page is like two uh, Jonestown massacres. If they lived and followed us. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Please, everybody, please stay alive. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we need we don't want the numbers to go down. No, no. <laughs> oh shit. So thank you everyone for following and liking. Trying to be you know, please keep in mind that we are much more active on our Instagram and our Facebook group. So I need to get better with the page because we have a lot of people over there. I want to be interactive with them as well. But the group is awesome. I'm s- I am love it there. I love – we've gotten so many cool, like, posts lately. Somebody, uh, like, pointed out something really smart. I'll talk about that. Or should, maybe I can – should I talk about it now or – Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what it is. All right. So, okay. So on our – this is just an example of some of the great things that I love about our group. So – um. Nick Perry posted about our last episode where, you know, we we're like, oh, my God, it's so funny. Peggy walked into the glass door and he says or and they say Peggy walking into the glass door is not a throwaway gag. It's symbolic of Nancy and John Redcorn's affair. It was in front of her the whole time, but she didn't notice it. But and then he has more and then they have more. Also, the final shot of Lady Bird is symbolic, too, as it is a sleeping dog. So let sleeping dogs lie. Why? I know. I was like, oh my God, you're so smart. A doy. No, a doy. That's, that's, I mean, it, it seems so obvious when you point it out, but it's also so thoughtful and smart. Who is this? This is Nick Perry. Thank you, our, Nick Perry. Thank you so much. I know. I felt like you blew my mind. I know. That, how genius. I know. So that's why I like love our group because. People post things like that, and also a lot of chicken content, which is wonderful. So, (laughs) yes, I love that. That's a thing. And also, uh, Lee uh, Thunder Muffin from Instagram posted a great T-shirt, picture of a T-shirt that says, "I'd rather be listening to the Grammy Award-winning 1999 hit Smooth by Santana, featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20, off the multi-platinum album Supernatural." I want that shirt. I know it's so good. <laughs> so these are th- these are the little reasons that I just love our group so much, and I hope I hope you all decide to join it. It's just if you do Facebook slash group slash Ho oh Yeah Pod, that's us. Yeah, and everyone's really positive in it. Oh my god, I'm my mind is blown by that right glass door thing. I, I I was laughing so hard about that, just thinking the writers are so smart and thoughtful just putting in this random funny thing well they didn't have to it's just it's just funny but to add this other layer of where it actually has meaning i mean they're this show it it's it's genius i know so good so shout out to all you babes over on facebook blowing our minds Mm -hmm. love it all right 
So we have some extra special shout outs to some new Patreon members, our mm-hmm. new patrons. Shout out to you, Nick S, Eric M, and Claire C. Yay! Yay! Thank you all. Thank you for joining us. Yes, and all of these people are going to be joining us for the watch party. And we're having one tonight, which, of course, we forgot about. (laughs) We'll not forget. We'll not forget between now and then. Nope. No, I can't. But thank you. Thank you for joining us. uh, We've mentioned before, but your membership helps us maintain the podcast, buy equipment, like new mics. Uh, We're trying to – we are – figuring out a new pin idea which is very cool and exciting and we're also going to be putting the money we earn from our patreons we're planning on putting that towards some charities just to support everything that's going on supporting the protests and the black lives matter movements and that have just been going on all over the country so just know that we're trying to build this podcast but also do good with your money so we appreciate that so Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. All right. So, Patreon. Patreon. Done. Finito. Finito. Should we get into the episode now? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Season three, episode four, Pregnant Pals. (laughs) Air date! October 13th. 1998. Hank is aghast to discover Ladybird walking outside his house in the backyard wearing a pair of his old underwear. Peggy explains that Ladybird is in heat and that she wouldn't have to wear Hank's underwear if he spayed her or paid someone to spay her. <laughs> Hank Wait, what? And- <laughs> <laughs> Hank was going to do it himself? You didn't catch that quote by Peggy? She was no. like... She just said something like, you need to, unless you want to spay her or pay someone to do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get in there with his wrench and Phillips head screwdriver. (laughs) His leveler. God. Um, But also, I don't know if you've ever had a female dog, Amy, but Mm -hmm. if they're not spayed and they are getting a period every month, they have special dog underwear yeah i think with little dog pads yeah doesn't um peggy say she's like we ran out of her doggy diapers so oh okay i missed that part i was like why they've been putting hank's underwear on her for 15 years but um 13 years uh so i just thought that was odd my dog i i'd never had a female dog that wasn't spayed except once and i didn't it didn't even of course i was 11 it didn't even occur to me that they got a period until I saw her starting to scoot her butt one day and I was like that's so funny her legs are up in the air and she's just dragging her butt that's funny and then the next day I woke up and there were red streaks all over my kitchen I probably told this story before but <laughs> yeah but it's I will hilarious. never I will never get over it that was like the first time I was just like what is a period and why does it make you want to drag your vagina all over the floor But, uh, oh, sometimes it gets itchy. I mean, is that because of the period? I just mean in general. 
Yeah, it does get itchy. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, Hank doesn't want to spay Ladybird, though, because he feels like he might want to breed her. Um, but he doesn't want to breed her with just anyone. He's waiting for the right dog. But Peggy notes that Ladybird is 13, which is ancient for a yeah. dog. And this could be her last heat. And basically letting Hank know that her breeding days are probably coming to a close. She's in the winter of her life or period or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, she's so old now. If she did get pregnant, do you think she would survive the delivery? That's what I was thinking. I was like, my God, poor ladybird. She just wants to sleep. Leave her alone. Don't make her get pregnant and then have go through labor. I think it would kill her. I think it would. That's what I thought, too. I was like, he's he's a, trying to kill Ladybird. Yeah. That'd be like a woman in her 90s giving birth to, like, eight children. Come on. Yeah, she she would definitely die. In this country? In the U.S.? Yeah, for Which sure. Which already has an unreasonably high mortality rate for women delivering babies, having babies. Mm -hmm. Especially 90. <laughs> anyway. Hank decides, all right, it's time to breed... Ladybird before it's you know before she gets before she stops getting her menzies and can't have any babies oh my god what a cr sorry for that sentence he pairs Ladybird with one of Mr. Strickland's male dogs Buck uh, they schedule a little date and Buck brings his dog to Hank's house and it's a it's a really cute scene because right. Hank is wearing a suit for the occasion and Ladybird has a little red bow on her oh. head while she's wearing her under her Hank's underwear and then the doorbell rings and it's Buck and he's wearing a tuxedo and you're like oh my god even Buck recognizes the significance of this occasion but then he's just like let's hurry this up I have a bachelor auction to go to after this <laughs> I know I love that or I'm late for a bachelor auction yeah oh I know I love but for a split theme. second I was like wow everyone is taking this so seriously <laughs> Afterward, Hank and Peggy bring Ladybird to the vet's office uh, just to see if she's preggers or not. But they're informed that the union between the two dogs was unsuccessful due to Ladybird's narrow urethra. U uterus. Uterus. <laughs> oh my God. That's just muscle memory now. Uter yeah. Urethra comes after narrow. Uh, Ladybird has a narrow uterus, not unlike Hank's narrow urethra. Mm -hmm. They are a pair. Yes. So they get this news and Hank kind of has a flashback to a similar situation some 14 years earlier when he and Peggy were trying to conceive. And at the time, their doctor informed them that they were unable to have children because of Hank's narrow urethra. The result, it says here, the result of years of chronic tension. So, well, that's on top of it. On top that's of what I was wondering. Did he have a normal urethra and then it got, or was it already it was all, like n more narrow than normal? Yes, it was already more narrow than normal. That's a hard sentence to say. Uh, <laughs> but yes, because that's why he wasn't able to go into the uh, the military. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let him in because of his tiny urethra. But uh he, yeah, so, but then the doctor was like, and years of chronic tension, like, of just being so wound up all the time. Mm hmm <laughs> Which I, that whole scene I love. I love the doctor. He goes, 
he's you know hank says oh is it is is uh, peggy gonna be a mommy or something like that and he goes how do i say this without breaking your hearts no yeah. <laughs> and then and peggy goes oh god and he goes damn like i did it again (laughs) so hank hank is pretty bummed out uh that ladybird can't conceive and yeah he does have that that's right he has that flashback where they find out that they're not going to be able to conceive uh because of his narrow urethra and then peggy we find out that peggy is willing to try whatever she can to conceive and hank is just not open to any of it and just it's got to be so hard for Peggy because there are things that could help them, but she now has to give up her dream of being a mother because Hank's not willing to try any of that stuff. Um, however, when even, it comes to, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say he won't even try like a different sex position. He he, he won't even wear boxers. I know. I, I was like, oh, this is fucked up, Hank. This is not okay. Yeah, the bare minimum, you have to wear boxers. Whenever a woman wants to freeze an egg or uh, is, is having fertility issues, they have to take, they have to give themselves shots mm-hmm. of hormones that make them feel insane mm-hmm. physically and mentally. And all you have to do is just wear boxers. Right. Or just like, I don't know, try reverse cowgirl or like doggy style. I don't know. I imagine it's very strictly... Uh, missionary and peggy on top and that's pretty much it it's because he's he's like he's like well you want me to be arrested for having illegal sex (laughs) yeah i'm sure they keep their i bet they keep their shirts on (laughs) he does it through his his uh pee hole in his underwear yes the act itself only makes him more tense probably (laughs) however cut back to present day we're done with that flashback now Hank is at the park with Lady Bird. He just feels so sorry for her. And another dog runs up. Uh, I think this dog's name is Buddy. Mm-hmm. And this dog has two, like, very hot, what I believe are two gay men mm-hmm. o- owners. Um, that's implied. And Hank starts talking with them. And they end up filling him in on the latest techniques for impregnating an animal. And Hank's very eager to figure out any way he can to help Ladybird get pregnant. So, and he's open to trying almost anything. So he invites the guys out for a beer. Meanwhile, Dale encounters a bounty hunter at the Arlen shooting range at the, I think it's at the gun, the shooting range at the gun club enticed by the man's stylish hat, which reads bounty hunter. <laughs> Dale decides to enroll in a four hour training course. So he too can quote unquote hunt humans. <laughs> After Dale successfully completes the course, he receives his first assignment from a bail bondsman tracking a fugitive named Jimmy Hellstrom, who was wanted for a series of unpaid parking violations. And his name is Jimothy Hellstrom. Damn it. That was my fucking, that was a trivia question. That's a (laughs) trivia question? Yeah. Oh my God. My trivia questions are going to annihilate you. Bring it on. I dare you. Anyway, back with Hank. So that's what Dale is doing. Back with Hank. Uh, Hank spends more and more time attempting to impregnate Lady Bird, but this just infuriates Peggy. She has a flashback, which allows us to see how Hank refused to consider artificial insemination 
or any other alternative means of getting pregnant when they were having difficulty conceiving. Instead, Hank gave up on the notion of having a child, which forced Peggy to abandon her dreams of being a mother, a huge sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And it was around this time that Hank ended up getting Lady Bird, a little baby Lady Bird, um, I guess as a way to lessen the blow of not having children. Right. They're able to take care of this dog. Meanwhile, Dale finds, it says here, Dale finds his prey, Jimmy, holed up in a remote cabin. His efforts to apprehend the fugitive fail when a pack of snarling guard dogs blocks his path. Thinking quickly, Dale dognaps Ladybird and uses her to distract the vicious canines. Uh, the plan works and Dale, you know, because she's, she's in heat, so they're all going to be attracted to her, I guess, is the yeah. thinking. And he fans her vagina scent towards them. <laughs> that's what you do, right? Yeah, that's exactly how I just I take a little fan. I wear a skirt and then I just like flap it around. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, the ploy works and Dale comes face to face with Jimmy, who is armed with a shotgun. Dale also has a shotgun. They both have shotguns. The second we see Jimmy, we can kind of immediately tell that he is basically he's almost identical to dale in both appearance and demeanor <laughs> they look like the same person maybe just with slightly different hair color um i i thought this is probably who dale would be if he never married nancy right yeah. just <laughs> yes. in a remote cabin the unabomber seemingly a little bit more stable yeah <laughs> upon seeing each other both men panic and throw down their weapons uh, resulting in like a game of fear chicken. So they throw their arms up in the air and they stand there frozen. Their arms eventually begin to get a little bit weak and tired and they're like kind of shaking, but both men are too scared to put their arms down. They're both just such cowards. <laughs> Hank discovers Ladybird is missing and finds a note from Dale detailing the dog's whereabouts. Hank and Peggy rush to the cabin where they find Ladybird sitting in Dale's truck surrounded by Jimmy's terrifying guard dogs. While they're trying to figure out how to get Ladybird out of the car, they have a heated discussion, Peggy and Hank, during which Peggy mentions that she might want another child. And this whole conversation is basically uh, Peggy expressing her feelings to Hank and, and sharing, I, you know, she feels a little bit neglected uh, for all the attention that Ladybird is getting and a little bit resentful that Hank is willing to work so hard to help Ladybird uh, Lady get pregnant, but he wasn't even willing to consider artificial insemination or anything when he and Peggy were having difficulty getting pregnant. Peggy's upset and she's crying and she's like, you love Ladybird more than me. And um, Hank ends up kind of reassuring her and he gives an explanation about how Ladybird is just a dog. So he's more able to approach getting her pregnant as like a task, maybe requiring some trial and error, but when it came to Peggy, he didn't really think about it that way because he felt that it would maybe take away from the romance of being intimate. So that's his explanation, um, which I guess is fine, but they should have really talked about this before he made the decision, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there are ways to maintain the intimacy yeah. while trying to get pregnant. Hank tells Peggy that he is also interested in having another baby and shares that uh, shares that he's always believed that playing with Ladybird when she was a puppy relaxed him enough to allow his 
very narrow little urethra to open up, gross, so that the couple could conceive. Hence, he believes having another puppy will help them achieve the same result. And Peggy is touched by this. The pair rescue Ladybird and return home where they roll around on the floor like they're newly married or something. And yeah. meanwhile, the standoff between Dale and Jimmy ends when they compliment each other's hats. And shortly thereafter, we see them in Jimmy's living room, sitting on his couch, watching TV and eating SpaghettiOs. <laughs> um, and they still have their rifles pointed at each other, but they're eating SpaghettiOs. Yeah. They're just friends now. The end. <laughs> Yay! Well done, Jackie. Well done. Thank you. So, you know, Amy. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Go ahead. No, no, no. You. I was going to say, what do you think? Episode? <laughs> um. So, you know, I was thinking about it because it's it's interesting. This episode, you know, Peggy, the, the whole time while Hank is trying to get Ladybird pregnant, it's like, at first you're kind of like, oh my god, Peggy, like, get over it. He's trying to get his dog pregnant, you know? Why are you so jealous of Ladybird? But then you realize, oh my god, yeah, like, he's doing all of the things for Ladybird that he just flat out, flat out refused to do for Peggy. And, you know, I, I guess the reason behind it, you know, that Hank gives is, you know, okay enough. But I agree, Jackie, like, that should have been a conversation. Instead of a just, I'm sorry, that's how I was raised with a mom and dad, not a test tube as a parent. What? <laughs> um, you know, I, I have, I have never had the instinct of wanting to have children. Like I've never had that feeling. Not that I don't like children or babies. I do very much. Today I got to hold a baby and it was the highlight of my day, but oh. I've just never really had that instinct. So I, it's kind of even though I don't really understand, you know, that feeling of wanting to have a child, I imagine and I can empathize with like that, you know, pain and struggle of wanting so badly to have a child and you're not able to conceive. And then the options that are given to you, like what we could do in vitro, we could do, um, you know, diff you could wear boxers and then having your partner just be like flat out. No, that must really, really hurt. That would that would end a lot of marriages. Right? I would think so. I'd be like, well, then, peace out. And then, and you know what? And maybe she was like, well, then I'm going to go fuck Bill. <laughs> the thought occurred to me. I did think, though, that when Bill and Bobby are standing outside and he's like, Bobby, come, come stand with me. I don't like to drink alone. I was like, they do look alike. <laughs> that's right i didn't e that was like a, a c plot that i didn't even i forgot to mention but yeah, yeah that bill is just kind of using bobby to he's like i'll tell you bobby he tells bobby about uh his parents difficulties conceiving and then bobby's like well am i adopted and bill's like well if you bring me what these snacks the then i'll tell you no not just snacks hormone dog biscuits oh, bill is yeah. <laughs> bill is eating dog biscuits that are pumped full of fertility hormones he's Ugh. what what a fucking he is an animal <laughs> but if if he was actually bobby's father it seems like this would be the perfect time for him to maybe not tell bobby but drop some hints or something right yeah no no i of course i still don't think that 
Bill is Bobby's father, but I, I did think, think so it did occur to me. I was, no, you're all wrong. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it did occur to me. I was like, well, maybe if maybe somebody, somebody might do that. Somebody could certainly go and do that. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just felt, I felt bad for Peggy, you know, in that moment, like she, she wanted so badly to be a mother and I know Hank wanted to be a father and it's just like, oh my God, who gives a fuck if it's not romantic? Who gives a fuck? You think sex every time you have sex is romantic? How exhausting. Sometimes you just need to get it done. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, just separate the acts. Like one is about showing affection and intimacy. And then the other one, you're specifically trying to achieve this result. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be done the exact same way as when you're being intimate? Right. And with in vitro, you know, as Peggy said, she takes one of your boys, they take one of your boys and one of my girls and they mix them together and then they implant them. And I mean, you could still be having sex that entire time. And you wouldn't really know if you do get pregnant. It could have been from the in vitro. It could also have been just, you know, a a quote unquote natural. Right. So you can still be banging it out, being romantic, candle lit, whatever, but still doing the in vitro. Yeah. So I just imagine that was I just I felt bad. I felt I felt really sad for Peggy like that. That was a hard blow, I think. Yeah, that would be devastating if, if that was something you really wanted. Yeah, for sure. Well, what other favorite moments or quotes stood out to you? Yes. Um, Okay. So (laughs) I just thought with everything that's going on, you know, with the police and everything, this quote from Dale just cracked me up. And he says, when he's talking to the bounty hunter, he goes, you're telling me there's a poorly trained quasi-legal police force that operates with few, if any, government controls. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and I love this. <laughs> this, you know, Buck, I've always liked Buck, but I think, you know, talking to you, Jackie, about how much he's like, how funny he is, I've really started to notice more of his lines. And when he, when uh, Hank is trying to get him to, he's like, oh, I just was wondering if you want to have one of your studs breed with Ladybird. And he goes, hey! One of my boys finally gets to howdy, ma'am, the debutante. <laughs> howdy, ma'am. Howdy, I'm ma'am, calling the it that debutante. From, would you like to howdy, ma'am, this debutante? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but I mean, I have a, I have a lot more, but I just talked for a long time about you know Peggy and stuff. So what, what about, what about you, Jacqueline? Well, you didn't. You can never talk too long. But um, <laughs> uh, well. I just have a few. I mainly sprinkled in my favorite quotes or made note of my favorite moments, but I really liked two quotes by Hank. And the first one is after he finds out that Lady Bird maybe can't conceive and he's sitting at the park with her and he's on a bench and she's just sitting next to him and he looks so sad and upset for her. And he says, I know it hurts, Lady Bird. I've been there myself. I just wish I could scoop up your pain in a little plastic bag and throw it out. (laughs) That made me laugh. And then, um, oh, and then uh, another quote by Hank shortly after that. It was after he met those two gay men at the park and he said, 
I met some, first of all, he is talking to them and they're, he's sharing his difficulties getting Ladybird pregnant. And they're just like, oh, actually, we know a lot about that. Or we have some tips or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And Hank was, is just like so eager. And he's like, that'd be great. Would you and your brother like to grab a drink? And it's like so obvious that they're not siblings. They're partners. partners. <laughs> and um, and then after, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if one of them is just like, oh, I know a place we could go or or what. But it's after this scene, Hank is talking to Peggy. And he's talking about all the techniques he learned uh, to get Ladybird pregnant. And he says, I met some men and we went to a bar and before it all went horribly wrong, they told me a bunch of things I can do to get Ladybird pregnant. <laughs> so <laughs> what? Before so it all went weak. horribly wrong. You're so weak, Hank. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, I love Hank. I do love Hank, even if he's an idiot. <laughs> I know. Um, and then uh, the only other thing I wrote down not to jump ahead to guest stars but Mm -hmm. i did like that on the king of the hill wiki fandom page one of the guest stars was listed as buddy the golden retriever and it's just the golden retriever that runs up to ladybird in the park and humps her that's it (laughs) special it's listed as a cameo a cameo special appearance (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's awesome yeah (laughs) Well, what else? What other moments? What other quotes? Uh, yeah. So, okay. Um, let's see. I I love the scene where you know they're getting ready to breed Ladybird, and she has on that precious bow. She has on a precious little bow, and <laughs> Hank's underwear, and Hank's walking out, and he's like, "All right, he's almost here." And then he stops because he catches Ladybird, and he's just like, "Ladybird Hill, you are beautiful, mm-hmm. Luann. Take off her underwear." <laughs> kills me every single time (laughs) and then oh my god this one also made me laugh really hard it's um at the it's in the flashback where they're at the you know the fertility doctor or whatever it is and hank is like you know he's getting upset and worked up and (laughs) peggy goes hank please calm down your urethra will disappear I know. I think they're, uh, and I'm going to blow one of my trivia questions, but the doctor, I don't know. I can't remember if it's in a flash. It, it must be in a flashback, but the doctor notes that it took Hank 30 minutes to produce a urine sample. I know. You want to dump right or do you want to dump fast? <laughs> that's, you want, there's, the, the thing is, is that peeing for 30 minutes, that's not right. That is not done right. That's an entire episode of King of the Hill. With commercial breaks. Yes. that That's how much time you're peeing. First of all, you have to sit down. You can't stand that whole time. No. And if that's, it, it, it's just because, that's just because his urethra is so narrow that it's just trickling out. Yeah. I mean, well, how that... long does it take him to come? Oh my God. It... <laughs> he has to stay inside of Peggy for an hour. It just drips out of him for like hours afterwards. <laughs> She's just like numb with her legs up. Like, are you done? <laughs> That's it. She, ha- they both just have to pass out like that. Yes, just fall asleep with an insider. Oh God. <laughs> but do you think that the orgasm lasts as long? Oh my God, could you imagine? 
I'm not sure exactly how any of anything works, but mm. is the orgasm as long as the semen leaving the penis? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I like that you're whispering this. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, great question. I have no idea. Um, let us know. Yeah. I, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we want to know that. Don't let us Please know. Please don't let us know. <laughs> Give us graphic detail about when you come. <laughs> if if the answer is yes, just send us a picture of a pineapple. And if the answer is no, send us a picture of a trash bag. A black one. <laughs> yes. I will forget and we'll get pictures of pineapples. And I'll be like, what the fuck? is this (laughs) all right to make it a little bit easier if the answer is no make it a a trash bag full of fall leaves oh that does sound easier (laughs) (laughs) uh let's see oh (laughs) when peggy she's you know she's furious because hank is like i'm gonna fly my dog across the country to get like in vitro and this is when hank finds out that ladybird is gone she's missing and we see peggy come out and she's got like one of hank's uh golf clubs and she's about to beat the shit out of his lawnmower oh, and that's right yeah and she's like what's the problem she's like oh you're still here and he's like ladybird's missing and she's like what what do you mean what's happened he's like i don't know maybe you didn't close the the gate properly and she's like oh that would be really uh petty of me to be to leave the gate open and spit in your coffee every morning for the last week. I'm like, oh my God, that's disgusting. Peggy. (laughs) So mad she was spitting in his coffee every morning. That's disgusting. Oh, that's violent. That's, that is not okay. That one, I, no. Oh, and then I just had one last comment thing. Um, where I just thought it was so it was so sad when Lady Bird was shivering because she was scared of the dogs. I was like, no! Oh my god! Yeah, when, that one scene when uh, Hank and Hank is trying to get her to jump into mm-hmm. his truck without getting attacked by the attack dogs, and I remember being struck by how blank her face was. It always <laughs> is, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, even in this terrifying moment, she just shows no emotion and then there was just the slightest tremble and my heart melted i know poor baby i know give me your paw and she's like she starts shaking i was like no get her save her i know sacrifice your body i know who gives a fuck about your stupid wiener get your dog it's useless get your dog Oh, so that's that's I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. Well, great. Well, uh, also, we did have a, a couple guest stars. Mm. Uh, one was noted as Jim Cummings. Uh, that was the voice of the bounty hunter and Jimmy Hellstrom. Um, and I wasn't familiar with Jim Cummings name, but apparently he's done just oodles and oodles and oodles of movies and voiceovers and He's probably done something that everyone knows about. I mean, apparently he might be the voice of Winnie the Pooh. He is. And, oh, he's on Cameo. I Somebody would... buy him for us. 
<laughs> and then um and then we had another guest star who was the voice of Dr. Rubin. That was William H. Macy. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty big one. Yeah. Funny. And of course, Buddy. <laughs> and of course, Buddy. All right. Well, should we get into listener comments? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we have a song. Oh, we do. Somewhere. We have a couple songs. So we got we got one. Um, All right. Well, here's one I haven't listened to. We have a listener comment song in from Lance, and Lance says, Little known fact, comma, but after the show ended, comma, Hank joined the choir at Arlen First Methodist. I put in a few favors and got Hank to sing the listener comments theme for you. (laughs) And neither of us, I, I haven't listened to this yet, have you? No, I haven't. All right, well, here we go. Listener comments. You listen for the rest of your life. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Ooh, so it ended so quickly. I know. And they're like, listen to Carmel's. Lot. I can't put my finger on it. That sounds like Hank Hill if he was like a baritone uh, yes and if he um didn't have the weight of shame hanging over his head all the time <laughs> like a more upbeat hank hill <laughs> yes oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> thank you lance thank you so much that was awesome yeah if you want to send in your own you can email it to hello at hoyapod.com or you can call it in and just leave a voicemail at funk30firm, F-U-R-M. That's right. But don't forget to leave your name. Otherwise, we won't know who you are. That's right. We'll just hear a weird song. Indeed. All right. <laughs> Listener comments. Google. Listener comments. So I um, also posted it to our Facebook page. Of course, I forgot. we forgot to do this until the last minute, so we mm-hmm. don't have very Thank many. Thank you for doing that, Amy. Oh, my God. Completely forgot. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm going to butcher, butcher your name. Um, Oribe's Rays. That is, I know that's wrong and I apologize. Uh, but they say to me, there is something viscerally creepy about seeing Ladybird in tidy whities. Yes. With a giant Lolita style bow on her head. <laughs> Ew, is it a coincidence that she's 13? Just like Lolita? No, don't say that. Ew. Oh. And and it's just weird with like Hank is like I'm allowing my dog daughter to have sex and get pregnant. Like it ugh, it is but and also it's it, you know her tail is coming out the dick hole on the <laughs> on the underwear so it looks like a <gasps> Ew, yes, of course. I didn't even <laughs> put that together. So that one made D- me laugh real real good. DXR underscore 30. Bill eating hormone biscuits. <laughs> I know, I just... I can't stand it. Like, Bill! You fucking freak! <laughs> Becca Thunderdome. You can't use my frequent flyer miles. I need them to go to my aunt's funeral next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Gracie underscore no, 
In prior episodes, Hank couldn't even deal with his undies being dried outside. Now he's saying sentences like, Luann, take off her underwear. (laughs) I had that same thought, too. I was like, if he was horrified to see his underwear hanging to dry outside, then seeing it on Ladybird must be very difficult. He he was upset by it, but I like that he... Why he was so upset was he's like, those are my old underwear. I don't even wear those anymore. Like, how could yeah. you put these disgusting skid mark to hell underwear on my precious ladybird? And why does he still have them if he doesn't wear them anymore? He probably uses them as rags in his garage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot to to write this one because or to say this one in my like my favorite comments and stuff because I wrote it down. Sharts and crafts says she'll be this is peggy talking to hank about well you need to hurry up and breed her if you want her to have a baby or she'll be childless and lonely sulking around in the house in soiled underwear like bill oh. <laughs> i meant to write that one down too that's a good one i did write that one down i can't believe i yeah i i can't believe i didn't say it i love that one cody baker 26 a series of sexual techniques are you suggesting i break the law <laughs> I wonder what positions he thinks are illegal. Definitely in the brown. You might as well be putting it in someone's eye hole. That's how yeah. crazy that would be for him. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder what other like pile driver is out. <laughs> uh I'm sure he's not into blumpkins. No. <laughs> but are they illegal, I guess? I don't know. They should be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So disgusting. How dare you, Blumpkin? Get who, whoever came up with that, go die in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of a glass bottom boat? <laughs> okay. Yes, and I know it involves shitting, but I can't hmm. remember all of it. Well, I guess if I had to engage in any one of these scat specialty mm-hmm. scat things it would be this one it's when <laughs> gun to my head i would do glass bottom boat <laughs> i would do i would do it um <laughs> because uh it is when so you need a, a glass top coffee table mm-hmm. and what you do is one person lays under the coffee table and the other person stands on top and takes a shit over the person but it doesn't actually hit you because of the glass table right (laughs) you can see why i'd prefer it over absolutely instead of just getting a a, i wish i can't even remember the name of it when it's just straight on your chest Uh, a cleveland steamer Or a dirty Sanchez. That's the one where it's underneath your your nose, right? Like they put a finger up your butthole and then they wipe it underneath your nose like a mustache. Oh my God. Which if someone, if someone did that to me, the the amount of blood that would be coming out of their body, (laughs) they would be drained of all of their blood. I would immediately attack. Oh my God. (laughs) I can just picture you coming at them with that poop mustache. <laughs> the just cops show up. I'm covered. Rage. <laughs> the cops show up. I'm covered in blood with a with 
shit stain underneath my <laughs> And you're explaining this in court? Look, he gave me a poop mustache, your honor. <laughs> I, I had no other choice. <laughs> you would have done the same. <laughs> Butt ass naked, covered in blood, shit smeared face. <sighs> I wonder okay. if there's a name for like uh, the same thing, only instead of a mustache, it's like a soul patch. A soul patch. A Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh. No, he's nice. He's a nice guy. He's nice. He's nice. <laughs> it's like just a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to listener comments. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> I've been wanting to n- figure out which ones Hank thought were illegal. Dodger Gal 81 says, Hank, I'd love to give you a raise, but the accounting department said, Buck, stop letting the employees put your lemons in a vice. <laughs> Donna said that? <laughs> my hands are tied hank i know scottlock.art says do you and your brother have time to grab a beer and then this is perfectly followed up by uh a comment by thunder muffin uh hank assuming two gay men were brothers <laughs> <laughs> reiki rose says i'll tell you your middle name if you get me a glass of milk <laughs> and that was Bill. And I'm sure Bobby said, okay, and went and got he him a did. glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. Coco Bug says, Ladybird, you look beautiful. <laughs> Pastel Zom also says that. Ladybird Hill, you're beautiful. Is that about all of them? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it because, you know, we, of course, forgot. So we didn't get as many as we normally would. With such short amount of with such a short amount of time, so apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, I also uh, real quick, I have a little listener comment. I liked, um, I love when you see the flashback and Hank and Peggy are just like rolling around making out on the floor. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like they're so excited and they're having fun. Oh, yeah. They used to make out and smoke. Oh, hot. <laughs> yeah, they they used to be cooler. Yeah, definitely way cooler. Well. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing left to do is <laughs> bring it on. All right. Well, who goes first? I'll go first because you ruined one of mine. So I'm going how, first. How many do you have? Well, well, now I have one. Okay, <laughs> I have two. So whatever. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> What are the answers to the eco- <laughs> to the to the ethics exam? Oh my god, I don't know. Mm. Ooh. Ah. You ready? Yeah. A A B A C. Ah. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, now give it to me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. Okay. Ladybird is 13 years young. How old is that in dog years? Oh, you know I'm bad at math. Rude. <laughs> I'm getting my I, calculator. I thought for <laughs> sure you were going to ask me this. You're, you're a liar. She was oh, 91. She would have been she would be 91. Okay, well I have a different answer. What? Well, I didn't use a calculator. I just googled it. I was like, how old is the dog? 13 years in dog years. And it said uh 68 
years for small breeds 74 and larger breeds but i'll accept the set uh the 91 as well oh so I, I, because i always thought that dogs live like seven years human time was equal to one year dog time but maybe that yeah changed. i don't know why i didn't just do the math myself but i googled it and got a completely different answer huh but maybe they've changed it maybe whatever whatever all right are you ready for my next question Yes. Okay. Amy, what is the Tellington touch? It is when you put, it's like a massage and you put a blanket over a (laughs) a freshly fucked dog so that they stay still. (laughs) They stay still and their body temperature or something like that. I don't know. Is that it? (laughs) I don't. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's no, not what, what I Googled, have? but it sounds like it could be part of it. What's the Tellington Touch? Well, the definition I got on the internet says the Tellington Touch is a kind and respectful way of working with animals to help them over- overcome a variety of health and behavioral issues. This in turn helps animals develop self-confidence and self-control and enables them to move beyond their instinctive and often fearful responses the tellington touch but i'm sure that a blanket would be involved in that (laughs) well i thought that's what hank was doing like when when peggy woke up and she was all cold and hank was he had a blanket wrapped around ladybird and he was massaging her and he's like i can't move her for two hours she just bred or something there is so much information on the tellington touch that I chose not to read any of it, but it uh, sounds like it encompasses a lot of different techniques, mainly aimed at, uh, uh, mainly incorporating touch and using that to help animals in some way. Interesting. The Tellington touch. Touch is spelled with two T's, by the way. Huh. Huh. Well, that's interesting. I learned something new today. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And Amy, do you know what the next episode is? I do. Prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Next of Shin. Mm Mm-hmm. So we got a cotton episode coming up. And more themes around pregnancy or difficulty. Yes. Getting pregnant. Yes, indeed. Well, Mm -hmm. is that about that? That's about that. Well, thank you, everyone. (laughs) I guess that's about that. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, You can please follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, HoYaPod. Join our lovely group. Mm -hmm. What is it? HoYaPod slash K-O-T-H. Yes. But if you're looking for it on Facebook, just Facebook.com slash group slash HoYaPod. There you go. That's that. And you can call and leave us a voicemail anytime. Again, it goes right to voicemail. We won't pick up. That would be a concern of mine. <laughs> Our number is funk three zero firm with a U F U R M or three eight six five three zero three eight seven six. Oh, fun jingle! You know, Jackie, would you ever be interested in doing like a live thing where we answer phone calls? Yeah. All right, maybe we should, we'll do that. Yeah. If people would would call us. (laughs) 
We'd have, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm open to that. Cool. All right. If you guys are interested in that, let us know. And then please, please, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes so that we can become more visible. Yes. That means so much. It really does. Anything else, Amy? No, that's it. Everybody stay safe. Mm-hmm. Stay healthy. Mm-hmm. We love you. We cherish you. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Until next time. Via Contios. Come here, Jackie. I'm going to give you a dirty Sanchez. Ooh. <laughs> We're going to get real close. <laughs> Real close, making it hard for me.